You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Tuesday, March 30th. Amazingly enough, the month of March is almost... I don't know if I'm talking right. The month of March is almost over with, and uh, heading into April, heading into Easter... Uh, thank God for a great day. Glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. We uh, take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time studying the Word, do a morning devotion with Jesus, and then we come down to the studio here at the Maradon campus. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is the amazing umpire. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Brian Moore. How are you doing, Pastor Brian? Good morning. I'm doing well. Should I strike somebody out on the air? No, that's not nice. No, I don't. That's about four. We'll we'll give them their base. Give them the base. Let them walk. Grace people. Walk them. Give them their base. Walk them. Yeah. And there's some grace in this chapter. Yeah. We're going to be reading uh, reading a little bit from from Hebrews uh, chapter three in just a minute. And there is grace involved in it. How you doing? Tell the folks how to get involved. I'm doing really well. I uh, I'm thankful to be here with you. I want to tell you how to get on board with the show here at Morning Breath. There's a few ways that you can uh, see where we're headed, see what chapters we're in. You can go to East Coast app. That's probably the best thing uh, East Coast um, has to offer in uh, in the sense of staying connected. We'd love for you to connect that way, and Morning Breath is one of those ways. So you can go to our website as well. Um, any sort of events or uh, past sermons, Morning Breath episodes, those are all available there. Or you can call the church office, 321 321- Four five two ten sixty, and ask us to email or uh, mail you via snail mail a, uh, a devotion guide, and we'd love to get you to the chapters. This is all about reading a chapter and uh, getting the Word of God together and uh, watching what God breathes on. Yeah, so, chapter a day. Yeah. I, I listened to it in five different translations well, this morning. Yeah, I tried a couple. You know, the reason I could is because I ate a bowl of cereal, and it's, it was such a short chapter. Yeah. I kept going, oh, I think I'll try listening to it there. Oh, yeah. I think I'll try it. I actually liked it a lot in the message tra- translation. I almost went with a message. You almost did? Should I go with the message? I'll, I'll no, read, you I'll can read, read it if you want, but I I, 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 uh, I enjoyed it, the message translation. I thought it made a couple of things a little uh, easily uh, understood for me yeah. in the chapter. So I thought, wow, that's cool. The message, uh, message is hitting the home run with the book Hebrews. That's good. Yeah, I like the message translation. I think it's a great reading Bible. Uh, I don't think it is uh, a Bible I would get if I was going to, oh, I'm going to Bible college. I'm going to study my Bible. Right. The message is not for that. But it's a great reading Bible. Just sit down and read a few chapters, read a chapter. It's a great reading Bible. It reads well. It's a very, very uh, common language. Sometimes it feels a little too common. Yeah. But sometimes it's just right to to help you understand something. Yeah, I think it, it helps just kind of give a little bit more common English to yeah. some of the things that we maybe aren't so common with. Yeah, good old Eugene Peterson. Eugene. Eugene, he's our I'm man. I'm thankful for Eugene. Me too. Speaking of Eugene, thankful. thanks, Nick, for being here. Welcome back. hey Where you been? Where I've been here. Dude, okay. you, you weren't here the whole Prior time. Prior to like, being here... Where were you? North Carolina. Why did you go to North Carolina? I'm sorry, Pastor Dan. 
I was on my honeymoon. There whoa, we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He forgot. He forgot wow. that he was even away. That is <laughs> that was, amazing. That was a while ago. That was, Dude, that's way back. That was, yeah. Way <laughs> yeah. back. Way back so, in the day. What day did oh you get my. married? May f- or Sorry, March 5th. He March didn't even 5th. know his anniversary. <laughs> and it's the 30th. Yes. And you went for a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah, been back that for was, a long uh, Man, you've been gone for, you're back for like Half a month. 12 he's days. Been back. I mean, let's go. Yeah, geez, that's forever. Felt like, a, felt like feels like forever. You want to go back, don't you? You want to go back, North Carolina? North Carolina was beautiful. Was right. it? Yeah. Good time of year to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Wasn't too cold. I wish there was snow, though. I haven't seen actual like snowfall from the sky since I was like seven. So, but we got to see snow. Yeah, it was fake on the snow. ground. I mean. Fake. It was fake snow. Fake. Oh, you mean what, like they blew it up on yeah. the ski slope? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really not fake though. You know that? Yeah, it's it's water and and freezing. Because that's all. all snow is. Yeah. It's like <laughs> freezing water. So yeah, it's just as real. Anyway, so we're gonna get into it today. Not gonna spend too much time yakking. Uh, we got chapter three of Hebrews. Uh, I don't think we have anything else we need to chat about. You told Easter how- this weekend. Oh. Big deal, Easter. Are you services me? all over the place here at East Coast Christian Center? Time is flying. Yeah, it's going to be Easter this weekend. Saturday night we got service in Merritt Island. We have services across our community oh in gosh. the Avenue Worship Center here in Merritt oh Island, Parkway Worship Center here in Merritt Island, as well as Vieira at the high school, Vieira High, and Coco. We have lots of services, and we have online. If you are doing online church at this point, like when you say Coco, you mean like anywhere you go in Coco, we're having a service. Well, or- it's out off of Friday Road. Out off Friday Road. Yeah, it's about yep. maybe a half mile down on Friday Road, just north left of about 524 side. on the yeah. left hand side. You'll yeah. see some flags, you'll see some stuff, cool yeah. porch deck out there, small country church, looks yeah. incredible. Yeah. And we'd love to have you. Got a great playground for your kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. kids building. I'll be in Merritt Island, I think. You where will? You? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be hanging out in Merritt Island. Easter, where will I be? Um, Probably. Yeah, where will you be? Somewhere. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, you're going to be at one of those places. Yeah, we have, we have options because I'm not speaking. Boom. I spoke this last weekend, and uh, it's uh, or the weekend before last. <laughs> we did team teach this last weekend. Yeah. So I spoke the weekend before, and so yeah. I can go to any campus I like. Do it. Yeah. So might work that out. So let's get into it. We're going to read Hebrews chapter 3, and uh, there's only 19 verses. And it's it's laid out a little weird, uh, weird as far as numbers of you know, words. So I'm just going to read through nine. And uh, that's kind of the middle of an Old Testament section uh, that's being quoted. And then you take it up at 10. All right. The message is a little uh, little broken up different, but I'll pick it up right where you leave off. Are you sure? I'll try. Okay. I'm saying to you, read, sir. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession— Jesus Christ, who was faithful to him, who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, 
if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. All right. I'm going to pick it up right here. It says, even though they watched uh, me at work for 40 years, which I think is where you're at, uh, your ancestors refused to let me do it my way. Over and over, they tried my patience. But, and I was provoked, oh, so provoked. I said, they, they'll never keep their minds on God. They refuse to walk down my road. Exasperated, I vowed. They'll never get where they're going, never be able to sit down and rest. So watch your step, friends. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around that will trip you up and throw you off course, diverting you from the living God. For as long as it's still God's today, keep each other on your toes so sin doesn't, doesn't slow down your reflexes. If we can only keep our grip on the sure thing we started out with, we're in this with Christ for the long haul. These words keep ringing in our ears. Today, please listen. Don't turn a deaf ear as in the bitter uprising. For who were the people who turned a deaf ear? Weren't they the very ones Moses led out of Egypt? And who was God Who was God provoked with for 40 years? Wasn't it those who turned a deaf ear and ended up corpses in the wilderness? And when he swore that they'd never get where they were going, wasn't he talking to the ones who turned a deaf ear? They never got there because they never listened, never believed. Aw. Ah. Men. Men. There it is. Well, you threw me off, man. That ended differently. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's an interesting contrast here when it says doesn't listen, doesn't listen, doesn't listen, doesn't listen, doesn't listen. But then mine in verse 19 says, so we see that they could not enter because of unbelief. Yeah. And but not listening is a great indicator that you are walking in unbelief. Well, And unbelief is kind of a, an unusual thing uh, because it's, um, it's like, what is unbelief? I mean, I kind of know what belief is. But what's unbelief? Is it measured in degrees? Is it like, no. well, you're a 30% unbeliever or, you know, you're a 100% unbeliever. You you got 2% of unbelief in your life right now. Oh. I think the truth is we all struggle to believe some things. It's like the dad that, you know, his son, you know, would have seizures and throw himself in the fire. And he came to Jesus and said, you know, if you can do anything, heal my son. And Jesus said, if I can do anything, all poss- all things are possible to him that believeth. Um, the, the man says, help my unbelief. He acknowledged that he was having some trouble, you know, believing uh, what was going on. So I don't, I don't believe what we're dealing with here is a perfect score. Right. You know, if you perfectly believe God all the time, then you're okay with God. But if you don't perfectly believe God all the time, well, your mind put your carcass is going to die in the wilderness. wilderness. That's kind of sounds kind of harsh. Yeah. Uh, How do you see it, Pastor Brian? Yeah, you know, the the thought about unbelief for me is like, you know what? I'm going to have unbelief in my life until I fully see in heaven one day, right? Like we're, we're, we, we, 
the scripture says we prophesy in part. Like we do all these things in part. Like this is a we're navigating, if you will, through a wilderness. Like we're we're walking through life somewhere and trying to sort it out. And as much as I'd love to go, man, I'm perfect at hearing the voice of God and saying yes and you know, obeying what I hear every time. I'm not. And but does that mean that I don't strive to be better? I don't strive to be more sensitive. And you know, this radio show is one of the ways that we become more sensitive to the voice of God, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't want to miss because I'm I'm distant. I know that getting close is a way that I can, you know, again, get 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 back to a place of going, I can hear well, you know, and, you know, hearing and listening, I think might even be, you know, there's some contrast in that. And, you know, oh, yeah. the thought of, you know, I, I don't just want to hear his voice. I want to listen and I want to like obey. I want to actually apply that. And so that's what I was seeing in there as well. Yeah. And I think that listen and obey is really tied together. It's like the old example of, uh, you know, the teenager laying on the couch and, Mom says, empty the trash, and they go, yeah, okay, and they're still laying on the couch, you know, 10 minutes later, and Mom goes, empty the trash, and they go, yeah, okay, and 10 minutes later, they're laying laying on the couch, and then finally, the mother says, did you hear me? Yeah. And of course, they heard her every time, but did they listen? listen? No. And so, listening and hearing are two different things, and and it's much easier to listen to hear than it is to listen. And I think we all struggle to listen perfectly all the time. Um, You know, the other thing that I think is wild about this, and uh, this may be a kind of like a crazy, crazy idea, but when I read this chapter, I thought of the movie The The Minority Report. Okay. Did you ever see that movie? Uh Uh-uh. Did you see that movie, Nick? You guys are worthless. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Um, It was a story about a world run by these computers that were so smart they could figure out a crime before it happened. And then let's say it it figured out Nick was going to, you know, rob me. Let's keep this personal here. Was going to rob me and it would throw out this report before it ever happened. And the police had come arrest Nick before he ever got the chance. Well, well, what happened was the system was corrupt. Okay. And it was actually, you know, taking out some people that really weren't going to do anything until this minority report, this this report that went contrary to the way things worked. And man, this little chapter, this little chapter here hits me like that. This is not the way the world. Excuse me, this is not the way the world works. Yeah. This is not the way it works in the world where you trust God and believe God and listen for his voice. Yeah. Do what he says. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just intrigued by the this this uh this concept of, you know, hearing, listening, obeying, being faithful. Like there's so much in here about being <laughs> a servant, like, you know, all of those things are contrary. Like servanthood is not like, you know, our natural, like, you know, culture thing, right? Like faithfulness, sadly, it's not natural in culture today. Obedience is not natural. Like there's, there's this, there's like rebellious, there's like a quick fix. There's like, you know, there's all these things going on. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. All of that generally is so, like you said, is contrary. It's, it is, it is the minority report, but yet we see that like at the very end of this, that if you want to enter into his rest, it comes with (laughs) doing these things. Right. And so there is a blessing that by the grace of God, we we can actually walk into 
if we will actually apply or obey or listen and not just hear. And so there's, there is a process of going, well, I want to believe better and I want to understand, but I also need to like kind of work this out with fear and trembling. I got to get it to the outside and these are those things. Yeah. And you know, it's wild here when you take this kind of to the nth degree, take it to the end of the story. He's not just saying, Oh, you'll get to go to heaven if you do this. All right. These guys were going to the promised land And the ones who, you know, that that generation that survived and didn't rebel ended up living in a land of milk and honey and having incredible blessing and were given land and, you know, established their families for generational riches were were poured out in their lives so that generations of them could serve God and, and honor him and, and, and cause his name to be glorified in the earth. This, when he said, enter in my rest, it isn't, this wasn't like, well, you'll get to take a nap yeah. if you yeah. do all this right. This was, man, you're going to walk into the blessing, capital B-L-E-S-S-I-N-G of God. It was a big deal. Yeah, the land of milk and honey was not just like, hey, here's a little milk for your cereal and here's a little honey for your Cheerios. You know, like this is so much more than that. Like this is like the buffet, right? This is like the all you can eat, accessible at all times. Now, is it tied to our obedience? Not because it's a works thing. No, not at all. It's actually tied to believing and out of believing obedience happens, right? And so there's this thought that like, man, these guys, like, there, he's championing Moses a bit here, going, "Hey, he served yeah. faithfully." You know, like he when he was entrusted with God's entire house is what the New Living said. God gave him the whole house, like all of his people, and said, "Hey, serve me this way." And Moses did his best while people were grumbling and fighting, and he just stayed faithful, right? Yeah. Like, what should we do? Hey, staying faithful is a good idea today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, this is not perfect, right? Because Moses dropped, Moses dropped the ball. Oh sure. Moses like hit the rock when he wasn't supposed to hit the rock, and got mad and said, "Why in the world did you give me these people? Yeah. This is, I mean, these are too many for me. You know, I'm ready to give up." <laughs> I mean, he had issues. You know, he didn't circumcise his son when he was supposed to, and his wife had to do it, and it was Moses. This was messy. Yes, yeah, messy, but it was messy in the way that he was trying. He was reaching. He was uh, helping yeah. be uh, who God wanted him to be as much as he could, and uh, he got some credit here as a as a as a servant. Yeah. But then Jesus uh, gets credit as a son. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. And he did do it perfectly. Yeah. And that's hard to you know for for us to get our minds around, but it some translations say it very very clearly that Jesus was better than Moses. Yeah. And that's part of what the book of Hebrews is about, the book of better things. And one of the reasons the writer is just not coming out and saying, look, Moses Moses, Moses didn't do hardly a, a decent job at all compared to Jesus because he's speaking to Jews yeah. who are still living. This was written while the temple still existed. Yeah. While sacrifice was still being made, these Christians, these Hebrews that this is written to, they decided to follow Christ while Judaism was at its peak. You know, we don't—and the temptation, when the persecution came, because we all know who persecuted Paul the most, Mm -hmm. it was the— 
Jews. Jews. Hey, we're not picking on the Jews. We love the Jews. Guess what? Jesus was a Jew. Yeah. Get over it. We're not mad at anybody. My sin put Jesus on the cross. I'm as guilty as anybody that threw a rock or drove a nail. Yeah. So I'm not picking on anybody. But in this whole culture, these guys were swimming against the stream. Yeah. That minority report again where they're going, we're going to follow God. And he is trying to make clear to them, look, you guys got to hang on to the end. Yeah. It isn't like, you know, be a Jew that goes to the temple, then start following Jesus a little bit, then go back to that, that temple thing. That's not the way it works. You've got to do this right to the end. You've got to follow him all the way in. Yeah, it says in, uh, in 6 there, it says, if we keep our courage and Ooh. remain confident in our hope in Christ. And so there is some there is something about staying power, if you will. Like there's there's a, like, you know, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged about this. Like we we fight things, all sorts oh. of things in our lives today. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if we think that, you know, when it gets a little bit tough, this, you know, this, man, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing it. Well, you know, something, there's resistance, right? There's <laughs> there is something, there's a real enemy coming against your ability to remain confident, for you to keep your courage in Absolutely. walking with Christ. And you know what? The good news is that, that even as it says, he's the one who built the house, right? Like, you know, there's one to like kind of maintain a house. This yeah. is the builder of the house. This is the one who builds our faith. This is the one who gives us faith to actually walk through it. He is certainly able, but again, it comes back to believing. It comes back to, you know, remaining faithful and constant and steady on what he has spoken. And so, you know, maybe you're out there today and you're like, you know, you're wavering on going, man, I don't know if this is God. I don't know if I'm supposed to still be doing this. Well, unless you've heard differently, I think you should. Like, yeah. stay faithful. Yeah. You know, like, Mine reads this way, and it's it's the same verse that Pastor Brian read from the message, but it says, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm yeah. to the end. Here's another part of this that kind of makes me, it kind of gave me a little bit of a picture. We don't have a lot of time left before the break, but um, it says here that for this one, verse 3, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses inasmuch as he built the house, as he who built the house has more honor than the house. Now, I I can see that. But what I've seen is that's not really how it works most of the time. I bet you a lot of times houses get more compliments than builders. You know, you look in, you've lived in a house for, let's say, a long time, 20 years. And you look in and you think, oh, that looks good and that looks good and that looks good. Who built your house? What's his name? Don't know him. <laughs> so what I thought, who built your house? You don't have any idea. He lives in a tent, doesn't he? He's newly married. Boom. Go ahead, dude. Where do you live? You live in a- I live in an apartment. Oh, see, he's got an apartment. Like, my house, I have no idea who built it. Yeah. And that's kind of where we can get messed up in this world, is we get so focused on the stuff, Yeah. and we forget who made it. Yeah. And the only reason we have it is because Jesus made it. Now, the great part about our lives is we can go back and know it's Jesus. You and I, we have a hard time figuring out who built our homes. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a little bit. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. 
We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. You know, I was uh, telling Pastor Brian during the break that uh, I, had house, I had a house built uh, when my mom lived with us, and it needed to be special because she was in a wheelchair, and 
you know, just uh, all, all the things that go into that by a fellow by the name of Mac Mosier. Uh, Mac is uh, sadly no longer with us, uh, died at a very young age uh, in an accident. Uh, yeah, vehicle fell on him, horrible, horrible thing. But Mac and I became friends. Yeah. He, as a builder, was more than like the house I have now. I, Joe Blow built the house. I have no idea, yeah. no relationship. At least you got to meet the guy who built your house before. You don't know his name, but you got to meet him. But the key, I think, here is, you know what? Mac became more important to me than my house. That's good. Because he was my friend, and I spoke highly of him. And I think that's kind of what Scripture's trying to get across to us today. Yeah. It's not so much all the stuff we have, though God has great things for you. It's more about what kind of relationship you have with Jesus. And he wants that to grow. Hey, we're going to go home and enjoy your day. Talk to you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.